Joe Tesla had acquired the best modern and antique maps when the tunnels under New York City became his primary domain. Much information was written down, but when he walked the tunnels, he often found things not marked on the maps. Filled in tunnels, bricked up doors, a deserted train car, and hidden passages. The tunnel system grew and decayed like a living thing, and like any living thing, it held on to its secrets. In companionable silence, he and his psychiatric service dog, Edison, walked along at a brisk clip. The dog ranged a little farther ahead, sniffing the ground. Joe checked for the flashlight in his pocket as he walked. He had extra batteries in his backpack, and he might need them. The tunnels he intended to map probably wouldn't be lit. Joe stifled a sneeze. The tunnels had their own smells. Steel dust, engine oil, rocks, and rat urine— The sense of adventure that came from exploring this hidden world buoyed him. It was still early and nothing ran down these tracks at this time of day. He kicked a rock and it pinged against the metal track. Far to his left, a quick patter of tiny feet told him that he'd disturbed a rat. Edison pricked his ears and looked toward the sound, but he stayed close in front of Joe. Joe slipped on his night vision goggles and the world appeared in shades of green. The change always made him feel like he was playing a zombie video game. Eventually, Edison's greenish form stopped. The dog looked over his shoulder at Joe, waiting for instructions. His tail wagged in an electric green blur. Next to him loomed the black maw of an unknown tunnel. Edison looked into the unexplored tunnel, then back at Joe. Joe pulled the map out of his backpack, a signal they'd be here for a while. Edison trotted back and sat next to him. Joe handed him a treat. Night vision goggles weren't ideal for reading maps, so Joe slid the goggles onto his forehead and clicked on his flashlight. He traced their journey with his finger. They'd made good time through their well-known haunts to reach this blank spot on his map. You know what they say about the blank spots on maps, don't you, boy? Edison didn't. Here there be dragons, Joe told him. Clearly unimpressed, Edison scratched his ear. Joe took out a compass to get the direction exactly right, then marked the new tunnel in pencil. With precise strokes, he filled in the blank spot. Hopefully that would vanquish the dragons. He walked to where Edison had first stopped and aimed his light down the new tunnel. Brackets that had once held pipes protruded from the stone, but the pipes were gone, leaving only long streaks of rust that showed where they had leaked. An abandoned steam tunnel. Probably the building those pipes once serviced had shut off its steam, or maybe the tunnel had been built by a competing steam company long since devoured by Con Edison. Either way, the short tunnel dead-ended at a rusty old door. Barely worth exploring, but he was already here. The dog pressed against Joe's leg. Ever since being shot and won, the dog didn't like steam tunnels. Joe didn't really blame him. It's okay, Ed, he said. Ain't nobody here but us chickens. Edison didn't find the reference comforting. You're too young to know that song. Joe said. He stroked the dog's back and shoulder, fingers grazing the lump of scar tissue where the bullet had entered. Edison relaxed and cocked his head, ready to go. Pausing at the tunnel entrance, Joe listened. Far away, a train clattered, then the underground labyrinth again fell silent. He heard only his own breathing and the light panting of the dog. They were alone. He aimed his flashlight toward the new adventure. The beam revealed lines of footprints on the dusty floor between him and the door. Someone had walked back and forth several times. Without wind or weather to disturb them, tracks stayed down here for a long time. The walker could have been here last week or last decade. Hell, the tracks might have even belonged to the workers who took away the pipes. They might be older than Joe. Just a quick look, Edison, 
he said. Then we'll head back to the sighting by FDR's car and play some fetch before we go to work. How's that sound? Edison's tail usually wagged at the word fetch, but this time he just stood by Joe's side, looking forward. Feeling guilty about putting the dog through this trauma to fill in a white spot in his map, Joe walked to the door. Ray's letter spelled out, Consolidated Gas. That company had predated Con Edison, so it was definitely an old door. He pressed down on the cold metal handle. It didn't budge. Interesting.